You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning to you. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, this is day four or 21 days of raising the altar for 2017. And uh, we have been pressing in and pushing forward. <clears throat> Glory to God. And uh, God has been meeting us. And the Lord has been uh, revealing things to us uh, concerning the, the altar. And so uh, today as we... Uh, Embark on day four. Uh, we're going to continue to press our way in, glory to God, with an expectation that uh, the Lord will visit us once again on this on this morning. Um, we're going to get started uh, in just a few minutes. We're going to give some people time to press their way to the line. I know uh, some for some people it's hard peeling out of the bed at this time of day. <clears throat> so uh, going to wait just a couple of minutes. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. All right. I'll be back in just a few minutes.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We praise God on this morning. We're going to go ahead and get started and press in uh, on this morning. Hallelujah. It is such a joy and a privilege to uh, be able to drink from the well of the master on this morning. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. We bless his name. We bless his name. I thank God for each and every one of you tuned in on this morning. Uh, you didn't have to, but you did. You pressed your way. Uh, your consistency is uh, has the attention of God. Hallelujah. Your consistency is what grabs the, the attention of God. And it even grabs the attention of your adversary. Glory to God. I'm, I'm a firm believer that you can tell a person's passion by their pursuit of a thing. Whatever it is that, that you say you're passionate about, It'll show up in your pursuit, your drive to go and get it, the way you the way you uh, uh, commit yourself to attaining what it is that you you desire, what it is that you that you need. There's a, a pursuit that goes along with it, and so it's it's impossible to say that you uh, have a such a strong put a strong premium on something, and there's no pursuit behind it. There must be a pursuit to go along. With that, with your passion, glory to God. And so, on this morning, we rise up because we want God. We want more of God. We want we want greater encounters. We want more understanding. We want greater revelation. We want greater insight. We want direction. We we want at the end of the day, we want the voice of God to speak with clarity. Hallelujah! When we consistently show up on the show up on the scene, Hallelujah! It gets the attention of God. Hallelujah! So we bless his name on, on this morning, and uh, I just wanted to salute each and every one of you and uh, like to welcome you again to the uh, to the prayer call on this morning as we uh, raise an altar unto the Lord for 2017. I'm Apostle Mark Richardson of Kingdom City Global Ministries, and uh, it is always a joy to be able to serve you in this capacity. We have been uh, moving and pushing along uh over the past three days, this being day four, and we've been uh, talking a lot about, we've been dealing a lot with about altars and raising up altars and getting an understanding of the altar and what happens at the altar and seeing blueprints and uh, and we've been we've been came to the conclusion on yesterday that we are mobile altars, glory to God through uh, through Jesus Christ. It is it is Him that we uh, you know a lot of times. Um, you remember? Uh, I remember growing up. <laughs> I remember growing up in in church, and the older people used to always always say the same quote whenever somebody got up to the microphone. But somewhere in that quote, they would always say, it's "In Him that I move and have my being." And so, but and which is which is uh, which is awesome. It has its truth, which is scripture in itself. Uh, but what it is saying is that you know Jesus is that blueprint. He is the blueprint that we follow. He is the stencil that we do we to fit our lifestyle down inside of what we see Him doing is what we ought to be doing. And some a lot of you may have heard me say before, it's hard to be something that you've never seen before. 
very challenging to be something that you never seen. So he he uh, and one one of the reasons, okay, one of the reasons that he that he came into the earth was to show to be a demonstration to show us how to function and operate as citizens of his kingdom. Glory to God. He demonstrated it. He came, he, he broke the kingdom down and put it back together right in front of you. Glory to God. That's what you call reverse engineering a matter. When you reverse engineer a matter, you, you, you take something completely apart in order to gain a full understanding and then you put it right back and you put it right back together in the same form, therefore because you have a full understanding of all the pieces, all the parts. Glory to God. So Jesus was a master at reverse engineering his kingdom. He could he would break he could take any situation, any conversation, break the conversation down from the from the perspective of the king of his kingdom, break down the kingdom concerning that matter and put it right back together in front of you so that you could have a full understanding. He is the true blueprint, the true stencil which we follow and how we move. But we one of the things we have to understand though is we have to have that kingdom eye. We have to have that kingdom eye that that allows us to see, allows us to get understanding, allows us to move and step into that stencil and operate with the mindset of of the of the same mind of Christ. That's why he said, "Look, let the same mind be in you that was also in Him." So so as we move and we operate, we we always want to move and operate from the perspective of Jesus being being our our true stencil. Glory to God. Therefore, just like he said yesterday, as we found out, that with that mobile altar where angels, where there's open heavens and where angels are ascending and descending constantly on our behalf. Glory to God. One of the things we talked about during the week is we talked about how we we, we see how, at, uh, uh, how when uh, Jacob fell asleep in the field on that rock and Jacob's ladder fell from heaven, uh, the scripture says there were angels ascending and descending. Ascending, and, and it always says ascend. Jesus even said ascending and descending upon himself. And even and even when it spoke of uh, uh, Jacob's ladder, it said ascending and descending. The order of operations, the ascension, that the angels going up and the angels coming down. Not angels coming down and then going back up. It's angels going up and then coming back down. Because wherever there is an altar, angels all have been assigned to attend to that altar at all times. Even we figured it out, look, even when you're dead and gone, that the angels are still are still tending to the very altar. God, God shows honor to the place where we raise altars. He He honors that. He honors that. And so I came across um, recently another another place, which is very interesting that uh, I want to share with you very quickly before we start to pray. Uh, just really quickly, another another place uh, in Scripture where we are able to see where where the altar once resided. There, an angel still ministered. Glory to God! Hallelujah! Years, 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 years after the after an altar was raised up, here it is: an angel still tending to the altar. Let me show you something. Right here in Second Samuel chapter twenty-four. Second Samuel chapter twenty-four. Just to give you a just a general read up on on what's going on in this, and right here before I read these two verses to you. In Second Samuel chapter twenty-four, here it is. David's about to go into battle. The Lord told him, "Don't worry about the number. How many people you have on this having this camp? You are gonna get the victory. Don't worry about even though the other your your adversary outnumbers you. Do not do not fear because you're gonna get the victory." But David took it upon himself to call for a census to be carried out, 
And so he had one of his men to count up his army. And so he, even though God said, look, don't worry about taking the census, don't worry about the numbers, David still chose to go and do his thing and take a census. Well, he took the census, and this grieved the heart of God because it was, it was an, uh, a faithless act. It was an act of, of, uh, of um, moving in his own program. He wanted to do his own thing. He was more, he was more, uh, uh, he was leaning more upon the flesh than he was in the spirit. He he saw the numbers of, in the army of his adversary, and those numbers shocked him. Those numbers, looking at that army, that army of his adversary, uh, uh, it shocked them because their numbers were so great. So he said, "Look, man, somebody go take a go take a, a census of how many people we have." So they took the census. Well, they grieved the heart of God so much so that that the prophet Gad, to understand every King David and every king always had a prophet by their side. Uh, not, and understand, God spoke to kings, but He also spoke He spoke to prophets. So every king did not just depend upon his own ears, which is a whole other lesson. Didn't depend on his own ears, but he had he had uh, another uh, God hearing person standing as a prophet right there beside him at all times that he could confer to. So he uh, he so Gad. Gad, the prophet Gad at that time was beside David. And so God told Gad to go and tell David that he was grieved by what they, by what he did. Therefore, he's gonna, a punishment is coming. So God gives David uh, three choices uh, to ask him, which one of the punishments do you want upon you and the people? So David says, look, I'm going to take, uh, take number three, which was the plague. So he chose, he chose to have the plague Loosed upon the loosed upon the people, okay. He, he was grieved at heart. His heart was heavy. He was saddened. He was repentive of of what he did. But there was a but there was a there was a price to pay, even though forgiveness was there. There was still a, a, a price to pay. So here it is, the plague gets loosed upon the people, and many and many people died in in uh, in this plague. David lost many men because of one decision that he made. Now listen to this. I'm going to read to you first Second Samuel. Excuse me, Second Samuel, chapter 24. Second Samuel, chapter 24. I want you to, I want you to, I'm going to, I want to show you something that is the uh, that that I believe is going to going to going to bless you real, real good. Listen to this. Second Samuel, chapter 24. I'm going to read you two verses, verse 15 and verse 16. Now understand uh, uh, that. Matter of fact, I'm going to read 14, 15, and 16. Okay. So here we are. David has chosen his chosen his punishment, and he and he and he, uh, and he says we'll, we'll take the plague. So here it is, verse. Uh, here it is, verse fourteen. Okay, Second Samuel twenty four, verse fourteen. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let us fall now into the hand of the Lord, for His mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed. And there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba 70,000 men. And when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, it is enough. Stay now thy hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing place of Aruna the Jebusite. 
I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read that that number verse sixteen one more time. But when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord repented of him the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, "It is enough. Stay now, thine hand." And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing place of Aruna the Jebusite. Now, what I want you to understand here, okay? What I'm about to, what I'm about to tell you. Is is something you're not going to see this in the text, okay? You're not going to see this in the text because the, because the scripture didn't go this far into detail. But as you but as you uh, pursue the details, God will take you places and show you things that are written to help you get an understanding. So in 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 pursuit of the details, one of the things that, that I that I found out, my God, this this really this blew my mind. Okay, the the very place, okay, it says right here in verse 16, and the angel of the Lord was by the threshing place of Aruna the Jebusite, excuse me, Aruna the Jebusite. Now understand, this very, this threshing floor, this threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite was sitting on top of the, of the, of the, of the same, of the very place where Abraham had raised an altar hundreds of years beforehand, had raised and raised that same altar to offer Isaac up to the Lord. This the same place, the same place. This this was the same place. Understand, this altar was was this, the altar of Abraham was now up under this because of the 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 movement of the earth at that time and and all kinds of movements and hundreds of years had been passed by. So now we had layer upon layer upon layer, just like we do now. You're sitting and you're standing up on ground that underneath that ground at some other time, there, could, there certainly was some other measure of the earth, measure of the land, and it was not built up to where it is now because the earth and its platelets are constantly always moving. Okay, so but this very place, they found out after archaeologists found out after digging in this place and gathering historical facts that this threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite was sitting pretty much basically right on top of the same location of where uh, Abraham had went up to a mountain to offer up Isaac, where he had raised that altar and offered up his son as a sacrifice. Now, the reason that this angel was at this location, my God, listen, only God can direct such a matter. The only reason that this angel was standing at this very place at this very time because he was assigned to the altar of Abraham that was sitting beneath that very place of that threshing floor. Years upon years upon years later, Listen, only God could only God could bring David to that place. That was a supernatural direction of God. When the super when the hand of God is upon your life, I don't care what you contend with. Let me tell you something. God God has peep forefathers that have raised up many altars. And who's to say that some of us are still standing here today because of the altars that some that our forefathers have raised? Some of us had been in situations where the enemy had tried to take us out, but because you were in a certain place, 
Glory to God. But where there was an altar that someone else had raised up, there was an angel tending to that place. So that that particular place where you stood, where you occupied, it was illegal for the enemy to even try to slip in and take you or to destroy you or or, or, or to bring you bring you great harm. See, this is why it's imperative that we raise altars in this in this season. That we continue in the, the process of raising up altars. This is why prayer is imperative. Everywhere you go, I don't care where you live, with there there must be hot altars. Glory to God, being erected at all times, because these altars save people's lives. These altars save people's lives because there is always an uh, 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 angels with assignment. Glory to God, to tend to that altar, tend to that location where that altar is raised and they never depart. They never depart as long as the earth is in existence. These angels never depart. They stay the path where they stay at that very location. And let me tell you something. The reason that that, that, that angel, that, that God told that angel, look, st- stop destroying. It was the, he was a destroying angel. He was he was an he was a, a angel within a, with whose who he he had been given an assignment to destroy those people, but then the the mercy of God, the mercy the, the scripture says this, and when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord repented of the evil. Did you see that? The Lord repented of the evil. The Lord repented of the evil, and said to the angel that destroyed the people, "It is enough." Even, listen, the altar that Abraham had erected, which God honored that very place, and even the Lord even repented of himself, of his own works. He was sorry for what he did, and he told the angel to stop. Told the angel to stop. Because the, the voice and the incense of Abraham's prayers was still reigning from that very place, even where David stood with his men. That very threshing floor that belonged to another man that ended up uh, giving David that giving David that location, and David later said, "Look here, I'm, I'm not going to take it what for free. I'm going to offer you something. How dare I offer up a sacrifice unto the Lord that doesn't cost me anything? That, that's, that's what he told Aruna." He said, look, he said, look I, I, I can't receive this for free. I've got to give you something because how dare I offer up a sacrifice unto the Lord that didn't cost me anything. Good God from God. Lord have mercy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, this is, this is, this is what happens. Hallelujah. This is why we have to continue to raise altars everywhere we go, everywhere we reside. This is why we have to, when we, when we move out in the street, as we, as we learned yesterday, we're mobile altars. We take the altar everywhere you go. I mean, listen, I'm a firm believer because of the, the mobility of the altar in this dispensation, that being you and I, our physical bodies, our, our spirit man, our, who, we, who we are in the Lord, our, our fellowship with God. When we move about, we, you can walk through the mall, and I believe it will stay the hand of God. I believe you can walk through the store. You can walk through the streets. You can walk through the neighborhood. Glory to God. And the Lord will remember that place. Hallelujah. Because of the altar on your life is that powerful. It is that strong. We read yesterday where Jesus said, look, at there's open heaven and there's angels ascending and descending. He said, he said that the open heaven and there's angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man, which he was speaking of himself, but he spoke to them, letting them know, because, look, so as I am, then so are you. 
Glory to God, because you're seated in high places in me. You're, you're in me. So what I'm showing you and what I'm demonstrating to you is what you, you are a beneficiary of. You're to move and to operate in the same sense, in the same blueprint. Glory to God. It, it, it was, it was, a, it was a, the hand of God that brought David to this very place where it was the voice, the prayers, the sacrifice of Abraham was still ringing. This was hundreds of years later. Good God. Lord have mercy. Angels still tending to it. So much, so much so in this place, the sacrifice in that, at that location was so great for Abraham to offer up his son that gripped the heart of God. It caused God to remember. My God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Do you, do you understand the severity of this? Do you understand how powerful this is? That, that your sacrifice will cause God to remember. Whew, glory to God. It will cause God to remember. Even Let me tell you something. I'm a firm believer that even when, when you are uh, outside of the will of God and you're moving in your flesh, when things should have taken you out, your past sacrifices unto the Lord cause him to remember. Mm. My God, it'll cause God to remember you. Even in, the, even in the midst of your wrongdoing, God will remember you. And spare your life, spare you of, of, of grievance, spare you of a situation, spare you of a circumstance. My God, the scripture, the scripture said it, and when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord repented of his own evil. And he said to the angel that destroyed the people, it's enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing place of Aruna, the Jebusite, the very place known and believed by, by those who did extensive archaeological, archaeological research and dug up that place and found that same place where, where Abraham had raised up his altar, sacrificial altar unto the Lord. My God, glory to God. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Just, just worship it for just a minute. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we worship you in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you even now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Nobody like you, Master. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Supernaturally guiding me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Supernaturally, strategically uh, uh, setting me in places. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Where there was this altars that have been raised up over time. Glory to God. My life has, has been spared. Glory to God. Many times, even unbeknowingly unto us. God, we thank you. Robo Kataya. Shike Rakata. Rebe Sakandi. Robo Shando Kira And even on today, Father, we continue to raise an altar. Glory to God. For we declare over ourselves, we are your mobile altar in the land. Father, wherever we go, wherever the soles of our feet tread, honor the very altar, glory to God, that passes through that location. Glory to God. Well, I'm at my house, on the job, in the street, in the mall, wherever I go, Father, honor the soles of my feet. 
glory to God, that raised up the altar in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you right now for your, the, the divine blueprint of your son. Hallelujah. That gives, that gives me instruction, grants me greater understanding. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the commitment of our forefathers to raise up altars. Hallelujah. Even all across the land, the very altars even that I have no knowledge of. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. That you always have an obedient servant in the land. Lord God, that are committed to raising up the altar, that are committed to keeping the fire. Glory to God on the altar, as your scripture declares, that we they never allow the fire on the altar to go out. And Lord, even this morning, Lord, we repent of times where we abandoned our stations. We abandoned our altars, Lord God, and we left our garments to be taken up by our enemies. Hallelujah. But Father, on today we repent. Hallelujah. We turn back to our very place, the very back to our locations you've called us to, Lord God, that these altars may be raised up, the tangible place of your presence, the place of your visitation, the gateway into the lives of your people. God, we raise up an altar even all the more home this morning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that even in this year 2017, that you shall forever have a gateway, forever have a passageway into the life of your people, and not just into my life, but into the life of your people. Wherever people walk behind me, whenever people occupy places that I have occupied, whether it be saved or unsaved, God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that deliverance is available. Breakthrough is available, God. Healing is available because the souls of my feet have brought the altar to the atmosphere. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God. Father, you said how precious are the feet of them that carry the gospel. God, I thank you that even as we carry the gospel throughout the land, that my feet shall carry the altar of your presence. That my feet shall carry the altar of your fire. That my feet shall carry the altar into places, Lord God, where somebody's life needs to be spared. God, I thank you. Nothing in life that works in our favor is by happenstance. Things don't just happen. It's not just a magical trick. It's because somebody had raised an altar there. Somebody had brought the altar through that atmosphere. Glory to God. And there were angels tending to that place faithful to you, God. Father, cause us to partner with angels like never before, that we may lock in and lock arms with them, Lord God. Hallelujah. Commune with them, Father. Hallelujah. Get understanding from them, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you. Hey, This is the season, glory to God, when new altars are being raised, new altars of power, new altars of deliverance and breakthrough, glory to God, revelation and understanding, prophetic utterance, hallelujah, coming from the altar of God. Father, we thank you that there are new gateways, new passageways, glory to God, for you to come in and visit your people, hallelujah, at another capacity, Lord God. Father, we long for the cabal of your presence, that weighty glory, cause it to fall upon your people like never before in the name of Jesus. Occupy, Father, occupy the very places that we move and we reside in, Lord God, hear the name of the Lord Jesus. And God, we thank you right now, that the mind of Christ is falling upon your people in another capacity. Look, let the mind of your son, glory to Jesus Christ, come down upon us, even all the more, stretch it out inside of us, Lord God. Teach us how to reverse engineer your kingdom as we stand before men, that they may have a greater understanding, Lord God, that we may begin to see those things that are out of pocket, Lord God, in the body of Christ, even in the way that we do ministry, the way that we can 
instruct our ministries. Father, help us to see the pattern of the kingdom. Glory that we won't that we won't scoop up the commandments of men and make that our doctrine. How do we come against that spirit? Oh, that spirit that come to try to redirect us, Lord God, and get us to try to raise up patterns that do not belong to you, to get us to try to embrace those things, glory to God, because of the demonic ignorance that rests upon your leaders. God, I thank you, but in your word, Lord God, your word is, a, is the director. It directs us to you. It helps us get understanding to you. It causes us to seek you even all the more. Father, I stir up the hunger in the belly of your people even now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, let them begin to hunger and thirst for your righteousness like never before. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you right now that this shall be the year when, when strong altars of prayer, glory to God, strong altars of fire, glory to God, begin to rise up now in the name of Jesus from state to state, from region to region, from territory to territory, from country to country. Lord, begin to raise up your altars. I speak strength, glory to God, to the altar bearers. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Oh, I speak strength to the altar bearers on today. God, that you will strengthen in low places even now. God, that you will saturate the dry places in their life with your presence even all the more. This natural word like a fire, like the hammer that come to break and piece the rock. God, I thank you right now that your hammer is breaking down tough places. Your hammer is breaking down walls that came to try to separate us, Lord God. Your hammer is breaking down old demonic structure that was raised up in the church, Lord God. Old habits, old traditions that do not glorify you, that cannot be found in the pattern of your word. Father, tear them down, Father, by the hammer of your word even now in the name of Jesus. Let your hammer break now in the name of Jesus. Break hard and stony hearts, oh God. Cause them to crumble. Hallelujah. That the, that the very place in, in their hearts will become fertile grounds for the seed of your word to take root. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for your fivefold ministers in this season. Lord God, that are being that are deviating off of, off of the pattern, deviating off of the passageways, leading your people in demonstrating things that are of not of the spirit of God, that are of not of the stencil and the pattern that you laid down before us, Lord God. Oh, Father, I repent for the dead works. I stand in the gap even now. I repent now. In the name of Jesus, even upon this altar, let there be, let the divine repentance go forth. Hallelujah for those leaders, oh God, that are blind. They ran after the commandments of men and left the stencil. Glory to God, causing the people to see a similitude of godliness, but they end up denying the power thereof. Oh God, Lord, you said in your word that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and you'll turn it where you will have it to go. So, Father, I'm asking you, even upon this altar on this morning, begin to grip the hearts of kings, those kings that are leading your people astray, those kings that have your, have your name in their mouth, but their heart is far from you. Oh, God, cause them to get a revelation. Even their forefathers, even cause them to begin to see the very places where their forefathers may have grabbed the, grabbed the commandments of men and made it their doctrine. And now these things have been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries. Wrong alignments, wrong settings. Wrong functionalities in the house of God that cause us to cause your power and your glory to get hindered when it falls into the house. God, I thank you that your mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. I thank you that your mercy is resting over the people of God, 
resting over your body, Father, even when we're out of pocket. God, I thank you that your mercy. Oh, God, I thank you right now that even the, even the cry of our forefathers that was in divine alignment, oh, God, are still resounding, still gripping your heart, causing you to, causing you to cause your angels to stay their swords, mm, just like you did on the day of David at Aruna's threshing floor. Mm. Father, we worship you. Glory to God. Mm. We glorify We glorify you now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The cry of ancient altars. Oh, God, to grip your heart. Glory to God. Mm. Thank you for faithful and committed forefathers, committed to the altar, committed to the sacrifice, committed to a life of prayer. God, I thank you. Even that I'm a beneficiary of somebody else's commitment to the altar of God. Hallelujah. The very breath I take, hallelujah, I have access because of the commitment. Oh, Sunday, somebody else's commitment to the altar has spared my life. God, always, you always desire a gateway. Mm. You always desire a passageway unto your people. God, I thank you. Mm. Let that same commitment begin to fall upon your people. He that reside in the earth even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Glory to God. Commitment to the altars. Haya, Masandi. Rebe Shakata. Commitment to the altar. Commitment to the altar. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Commitment to the altar. Hallelujah. Lord, your word declares our lines have gone out across the earth. There's no speech or no language where our voice cannot be heard. Hallelujah. Thank you. Extended lines from generation to generation to generation to generation. That when he says there's no speech or language, your voice cannot be heard. My God, he can hear your voice. He says your lines have gone out across the earth. That That is a prophetic symbol of generations upon generations upon generations where your voice can still be heard, even when you're dead and gone. And if the earth is still in existence from generation to generation to generation, God says, I still hear your voice that was in the earth. Mm. Oof, hear the both Sunday. Glory to Jesus. Mm. Glory to Jesus. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Resounding incense of prayer upon the altar. <laughs> Glory to God. By divine design, David was brought to that same place, even unbeknowingly to him. The same place where Abraham had erected an altar many, 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 many years before him. Oof, Jesus. Who's to say you're not standing on an altar right now? 
Glory to God. Somebody else's work. Somebody else's labor. Thank you, Lord. Father, we celebrate you. We lift you up. Thank you, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Ikatande. Reboshaya. Kitakiande kinenamosande. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, thank you for tuning in once again to tap in the day four. Join us tomorrow, day five, on 21 Days of Raising an Altar, Pursuing God for 2017. Hallelujah. We're coming to set a standard. Glory. We're igniting a new thing. Glory to God. Down inside God's people that that commitment will be reignited, hallelujah, that we may raise an altar that lasts even beyond our own lifetime. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, if this broadcast has been a blessing to you, go to propheticwind.ning.com, and there's a donate button. Feel free to sow into where you're going, sow into what God is releasing as the Lord leads you. Glory to God. This is a new season we're living in, new new, new uh, uh, position in this uh, known dispensation of God. Hallelujah, it's time for us to rise up. Glory to God, it's time for us to put a premium on the things that are blessing us, that are strengthening us, that are that are ministering to our to our very spirit man. Glory to God to change a generation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can go to propheticwind.ning. That's N I N G dot com and you can sow your seed right there. Listen, you all be encouraged and strengthened in all even all the more. My wife and I love you with the love of the Lord. We love you with your own love, with our own love. God bless you, and see you tomorrow, day five of 21 days, raising an altar. Share this broadcast with a friend. You can listen to the playback if you go to uh, my Facebook page. You can look up Apostle Mark. Uh, that's Mark with a C, and you can, uh, I'll be listening to playback. Uh, you can listen uh, via online. All right, God bless you. Pray we see you right here tomorrow as we raise an altar. God bless you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.